0: Welcome back to another episode of Life of the Lost. I'm Megan, and today we're missing Sam. We thought it was best to divide and conquer. There's a lot, a lot, a lot going on this weekend. And right now, I'm in New York City, but when this episode drops, we will be in Minnesota. And I have Oreo over here causing absolute havoc. We were outside running. We did a a quick three miles in Central Park, and it was really nice. We actually made it under 30 minutes, which was our goal. Never made it that fast, but I always wash his paws when we get home. And he's not a fan, so he's trying to rub all the water and soap off. I mean, I did pretty good at rinsing everything off, but he's a bit dramatic, so there we go. Alright, let's get into it. Highs and the lows for this week. I definitely have to say we can start with my low. And that would just be, it's been really hard seeing a lot of things that Sam has been going through lately. I know I touched on this last time I had uh, the podcast on my own. But it, it was a bummer. You know, today he just went to the gym and coming home he got into like three, three situations where people were either, um, like visibly afraid of him, thought he was like a delivery man or some, some other thing. It's just kind of a bummer. There's also this dude who kind of followed him home or stood outside our house the other day. It was the same guy who he got into an altercation with at the gym. You know, Sam was really sticking up for somebody at the gym. This one guy had just kind of come out of the blue and was just really mean to somebody and just really had a bad attitude was calling this person names and so Sam stepped up and stepped in and stood up for the guy and after that this other guy just doesn't like him and it's kind of freaky that he kind of stood outside our house and just waited there and Sam asked him what the fuck he's doing and the dude just stared and Sam just waited for him to leave before he went inside but it's shit like that it's just you know, sometimes you don't really know if you're doing the right thing, if you're not doing the right thing by stepping in, what will come from that afterwards, I guess. But yeah, that, that's that been the low. It's been a really big bummer to see that he has to go through a lot of these things. And I think one of his biggest struggles is feeling, like you said on the last podcast, is he looks so Hispanic, he looks so indigenous, but a lot of the time he doesn't feel that way. And uh, that is my low for the week, and my high is probably kind of just a little bit proud of myself for managing my mood managing my levels of my emotions usually I'm super high or super low one thing that helps me a lot is this new journal that I have it helps me kind of understand how I woke up feeling the affirmation for the day to kind of help me if it's some if I'm struggling with something and a thought it I have an affirmation for the day that I write out as many times as I can on this on these three lines just to kind of remind myself to kind of keep my head up or keep going whatever the case is and that's been really helpful and then to monitor what I do I think the one thing that used to always get me was not having enough time in the day and then feeling as if I have to do other things to accommodate other people whether it's Sam or Maya or Oreo Like, there's some things that I have set in a day, right? Like, when Maya's here, I have to get her breakfast. I can't not get her breakfast. I can't not skip that. I can't just be like, oh, it's cool, we don't have time. Like, no, she's a growing girl. She's got to eat. That food is nutrients for her to learn in school, for her to focus. I don't want her to worry about being hungry when she's at school. Just things like that. I can't let go. Which means when I wake up at 4, I have to get all of the things done so I, that I have to get done, that I want to get done for myself, so then I can feel kind of accomplished. So when I do things for other people, I feel like, okay, like, Megan, you're all right, you did a lot of things this morning, now you can focus on this, and you don't have to worry about all the things that you have to do. That's a real big thing for me, it, my goals. I don't like when other people get in the way of them, and I, I guess it's not that they get in the way, it's just the responsibility you have, whether you're like a parent a parent or a dog parent, or a partner, there's just responsibilities sometimes you have to fulfill, and you don't want yours to get pushed out of the way, because that builds resentment, and I think I can uh, get myself into very big, deep holes of resentment, and it's so easy for me to blame other people, so when I'm waking up at four in the morning, I'm like, hey, you have to get your shit together, and you can't blame anybody if you don't. That's your fault. That's on you, because so I'm just proud of myself. I kind of, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about, and I know I talked about Sam last time, but I kind of want to talk about him again a little bit, not in a bad way, just in a dope way, because we're going back home to my family in Minnesota, right? (laughs) When I think of my family, it's not, they're not perfect, just like every family, they struggle with their own things, they struggle with their own, own emotions, whether it's anxiety or depression or anger. But uh, Sam is a really big champ when it comes to handling that stuff. He really observes from the outside and is really able to communicate in a way that I can't uh, to, to both my parents, to my brother. And I just really appreciate that because it is so easy to get wrapped up in family drama. And for me, I don't have a way to kind of look from it on the outside. I mean, I guess I... I do a little bit now that I live in New York and it's, you know, I'm not there all the time. So when I do come back, I can see things differently, but it is nice having kind of, you know, a partner right there who, who really sees things from a different perspective. And for me, that's incredibly helpful because I get so lost in the things that are in the past, right? Well, an example would be, sorry, I'm kind of like (laughs) out of breath from running, um, An example would be, say a situation came up, like an argument came up. I'm so quick in my head to think, I can't tell somebody, like maybe, okay, we'll get specific. I can't tell a family member that I feel bad for something that they did or something that they said because I'm afraid of a, a reaction that I'll get. Why am I afraid? Because past instances have told me to be afraid, to be nervous because this person is going to act like this, like they always do, they're going to say this, they're going to make you feel this way. So my defense mechanism is to either A, just avoid it at all costs and just suppress that emotion and like just put it under the rug or B, lash out until like what I'm fighting about doesn't even make sense because I just made a big like problem when I could have really just told somebody how I felt and it's really nice when Sam's there able to help me understand those emotions and feelings and say okay well that might have happened in your childhood that could have happened in the past but you're in a different place now and you need to learn how to use your words like you're an adult yet you have to tell somebody how you feel and if you don't and you shove it under that rug you know that will come out later and that's really nice to have somebody to kind of be brutally honest with you because it's not easy it's not easy when you feel like you still have some some unresolved trauma, but probably self-inflicted trauma. I, I hate thinking that I have to blame childhood trauma all on my parents or my environment, because I'm an adult now, and I understand that it's it's my turn to kind of turn things around if I want to. So as I digress here into this thought, <laughs> I just want to, you know, take a moment to be grateful for Sam because anybody dealing with any kind of family member or family members who they're not used to, you know, you're coming into somebody else's house, you kind of have to put that respectful hat on and kind of take a seat in the back, right? Because you're, sometimes you probably feel like it's not your place. But I do respect him for, for stepping in when the time is right because it's not all sunshine and rainbows when we go there. Sometimes there is altercations and fights and things where I have to speak up or he has to speak up or whatever the case is. And I just appreciate him being there, being on the, this journey and being accepting of my family, being able to navigate them and handle situations like a champ. Because if I were to walk into somebody else's family and they were like mine, I don't know. I would not be as eloquent as he is, I would not be able to vocalize how I felt as well as he does, and just really appreciate that. It is 4.30, I know him and Maya are gonna walk in the door any second, so, but I'm only 10 minutes in, and I suppose I could talk a little bit more, but uh, oh yeah, I remember what I wanted to talk about. So. It is going to be February pretty soon, and we're, for a lot of people who had these resolutions, some people are still hanging on to them, and some people kind of let them go, and I think what I used to do in the past was when I had a resolution, and I didn't keep up with it, I just stopped, because I thought, oh my god, it's the end of January, or it's the end of whatever, and I, I screwed up, I can't go back now, I can't get those days back, but I think it's really cool to be able to stop and start again, to be able to stop and tell yourself why you stopped. Recently, I was asked to do this. It was kind of like these affirmations that you did every single morning or night, and you sat on this affirmation, you wrote it down, you kind of wrote a letter to yourself, And then you meditated on these affirmations for 15 minutes every day. And it was a 40-day kind of cycle that you go through this. And You have to stay dedicated. You can't skip a day. And if you skip a day, you'll have to start all over again. And I did. I started all over again three times. Only for the third time to realize after six days, seven days in, that I just wasn't dedicated to this. I didn't have the right mindset and i don't think i wanted it enough so i stopped and i kind of felt bad because i hate starting and stopping things it makes me feel horrible but i also realized there's a time and place for everything and at that moment i felt like i was ingenuine to myself i wasn't doing myself any favor by doing it so i know i'm going to start it again when that comes up and hopefully i'll be able to be dedicated and speaking of dedication and goals one thing I guess to well to wrap that thought up I know my mind is all over the place today but to wrap that thought up if you you know had a new year's resolution and it's almost the end of January right now and you didn't do it you didn't follow through with it don't let it go like you can't get back tomorrow you can't get back yesterday you can't get those things back just start it now just do it and sometimes it's easier said than done but I also realized lately for me specifically everything I do has to be cold turkey it is really hard for me to build up to something I have to just jump in that ice cold water hold my breath and and hope that I got this because that's exactly what I did for waking up at 4 a.m every morning and it sucks it is not easy it is some mornings are way better than others but I also was kind of talking to myself or thinking to myself when I was running and just understanding that this is really self-discipline at its finest. I had somebody, uh, so I record myself every morning, um, kind of my morning thoughts, my 4am morning thoughts and I post it on TikTok and I don't really tell anybody about the channel because it's just kind of more personal. But somebody wrote one time, they're like, um, not to be rude, but why are you doing this? And it kind of caught me off guard because in the moment I thought I knew why I was doing this and I had to step back and realize, oh, I'm doing this because I've never stuck with a goal and this is really hard and I had to pick something hard. I had to pick something that I knew would be beneficial to me and this is self-discipline at its finest because I really have to plan for the day, the next day as well. I really have to have my shit together because if I go to sleep at 12 at night, it's it's not going to be a fun morning. Uh, I might have to take a nap or two during the day. It might hold some other things back. So I think picking hard things to do and just knowing that you can do it, knowing that you can start and stop again if you really need to, but just doing it. And I hope that people who had that goal and didn't stick with it, just oh pick it back up. You got this. And that kind of leads on to my biggest fear with this goal, which is we have a night flight tonight and we're not getting back into Minnesota for, you know, it's going to be late. We're heading into a different time zone. And I guess I'm just a little (laughs) nervous about waking up in the morning. Usually I'm really, when I get nervous, I can't sleep the night before. So I thought for sure last night I'd be up all night, just kind of thinking about that, pondering it making up scenarios about how I could help it, how I could not, you know. But I didn't. I I slept soundly. I was like, yo, you got this, you got this, you got this. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And I still had to pack (laughs) for all of us, except Sam. Sam's got this. Uh, But, yeah, it's it's kind of a, a fear of mine, especially with events coming up. Knowing that, all right, you made this decision, you're still going to wake up at 4, even if you don't get to bed till 12 or 1. But I am kind of just learning as I go. What this does, what this brings to me at day 365, if I sleep in on 366, I I don't know. I don't really want to. I would love to be able to just keep doing this for, for, I don't know, maybe the rest of my life. There's something about that time in the morning where it's silent. Sometimes it is so silent that it hurts. And my ears are, are, I'm confused. I'm like, why is it hurting right now? It's really eerie almost. But I I have to love it, especially on the weekends. It's my favorite because I know that Sam and Maya and Oreo are going to be sleeping for at least three, four more hours from the moment I get up. And that time to myself is everything. I might just sit on my ass and do nothing. But being able to turn on some music and being able to design or cook or meditate or read, that has been my saving grace. And it was really interesting in the beginning because Sam wasn't really understanding these daily goals. I have about 13 that I set for myself and he was like why don't you just focus on like supe 100% instead of those goals but we didn't what he didn't understand was that those goals are helping me build build this itinerary build this maybe itinerary is the wrong word but build this um, I don't know want to say like supply kit to have in my back pocket for, for when I do podcasts you know when you're reading books it's giving you information, and when you have information in your back pocket, you're able to use it more in conversation. When you're talking to yourself, when you're having big thoughts, you're able to understand things more, maybe. And I and I really like that. I like being able to meditate because I can. First, I don't know what you're supposed to do or how you're supposed to meditate, but I always see things. I always kind of go on some kind of roller coaster, and it leads me somewhere. It leads me to a beautiful art piece or a collage that I really want to do. When, I, when I'm super hydrated, one of my goals is to drink 100 ounces of water every day. When I'm hydrated, I wake up a lot better the next morning. I don't feel groggy. I don't feel full. I feel awesome. So I have these goals, and while they might not make sense to everybody, they're just the top 13 things I want to do that make me happy. And what is life if we can't just be happy? Like, And, uh. The last thing I want to say before I wrap everything up is kind of going off that thought. So I work in a position where it's very production-based, and I get bonuses based on the amount of production I do. So I can get a few thousand dollars, maybe five thousand dollars, if I work at 135% for the year, if my average is 135. And, you know, when I started, you know, started getting into production and worrying about those things... I got I started at 130, 140, and I was like, yo, I could do this, I could do this, and I can, I can do that. But it's also taking me away from things that I that I want to do. If I don't have to work as hard, is that money worth it? If I can put my effort into other things that really make me happy? Do I want to stay at that job forever? Is money going to help in some aspects? Yeah, definitely will. But tomorrow not even promised. And if I worked full like 12 hours today and really got so much done, what did that do for me? I, I can't tell you. I don't know. I wouldn't have been able to run with Oreo. I wouldn't have had to have a long conversation with Sam today. He's been making breakfast in the morning. We've been spending time watching either shows or just talking for an hour for like either lunch or breakfast. It's like really beautiful. I wouldn't be able to have those moments with him. I wouldn't be able to, you know, be calm and get my ready in in a calm matter. I don't like being rushed. And so I just think this week I, I was talking to Sam and I said, you know, we could use the money. And he said, it's not worth it. No amount of money is worth it when you stop chasing your goals. You start chasing somebody else's. So I decided that. From here on out, my production is probably going to be around 110, which kind of kills me to say, because I'm like, no, you could do more. And I could. But I can also do more with soupe. I can also do more with my voice, with my time, with my design, with making cool videos, because those make me happy too. Spending more time with Maya, that makes me happy too. So it's, it's this give and pull, right? But I just hope that everybody who's listening is is chasing their own happiness, whatever that is. It's okay if it's working like 50, 60 hours a week because you love your job. That's dope. I know Sam always talks about how like he never wants to do that and he always wants to do music. That's dope. Just make sure it's something that you love doing. Making sure you stick with it even when shit gets hard. And it's so fucking cheesy when I'm like, oh those hard times will get will make you see how much it's worth it but yo it really does those mornings that I just want to go right back to sleep but I stay up I'm like oh god damn like this is going to be worth it because you're gonna feel good about the amount of things that you got done you're gonna feel good about taking care of yourself you you got this and the leading factor to those thoughts my mind being as strong as it is right now with Sam I did not have him in my life. I don't know where my mind would be because I can lead myself down the the deepest, darkest hole and just sit there and not care about life, not care about things or anybody around me because I can easily blame people in my head and make excuses for everything, just like anybody else. But I appreciate his resilience and I just hope that You know, people find partners to help them get through that shit. And then hopefully, you know, once my mind is strong, then we'll be able to kind of bounce off each other. When somebody's down, the other person pulls each other up. I love that. But, alright guys, I still got to pack for everybody and make sure we get some food in. Make sure everything goes pretty smoothly. We got Oreo coming with us, which I'm super excited. But we have to give him some anxiety medicine because he's not really a fan of flying and uh yeah but i am really excited to be back for a few days and i hope everybody has a super solid weekend get some work done gets a lot of rest take hope you take care of yourself in whatever capacity that is and uh as sam always says peace he says it so much better he has that base peace 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 all right see ya (laughs)